Salutations, everyone. It is Maddie here today with episode 93 of the Ham Radio Podcast. And I am here, Carrick, with ACG. Yeah, and we are joined by a lovely patron guest. Would you kindly introduce yourself? Um, my name is Lee, and I'm just a big fan. <laughs> just a big fan. Just a big fan. You anything else, that's, bro? That's... Um, no, man. Just a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Cool, cool. So we got a lot to talk about today. As always, if you guys want to get involved with the podcast, you should te- check out the Patreon. You can get early access on Fridays on SoundCloud as well as become a potential guest on the show. Anyway. Such as me. Yeah, just like Lee. And you're, you're having a great time so far, aren't you? <clears throat> so Brilliant. Let's talk about, I mean, like you said, Carrick, yesterday, as we're recording this on Friday, <laughs> every game developer publisher just woke up and said, let's fucking announce stuff. So... Let's start off with what I think was the biggest announcement, which is that Square Enix and Marvel are teaming up to make new superhero games. And, um, I mean, Marvel Marvel's making some big moves when you view it, uh, it as a whole. Right. you got Guardians of the Galaxy by Telltale. you got Spider-Man by Insomniac. Now you got Square Enix in it. Um, there's one more I'm forgetting right now. But uh, they're, like, restructuring their AAA game development and, and taking it to a whole new level, it seems, or they're at least trying instead of saying, oh, Activision, sup, buddy? You just want to make some quick shit? Um, I'm glad <laughs> they're really taking it seriously, though. That's that's really important. I think they learned from the success of the Arkham series, regardless of how it concluded, that um, good video games really do pay dividends to the rest of the entertainment properties it's involved with. Well, yeah, and if you look at like how they're doing it, it is it is a restructure. We talked about this earlier, mm-hmm. but before the podcast started recording, it is pretty much a, a restructuring of a lot of what's going on with all these teams. There's the rumors that you know Deus Ex that's sort of being put on hold, stuff like that. But if you can't really make these changes and these adjustments and do all this stuff without looking at just how popular superhero movies and all that kind of stuff is, so they're going to put as many people as they can on it, mm-hmm. and it's going to unfortunately take some people from teams that I think a lot of us. We're maybe hoping we're going to be working on some of the titles we wanted. But I have a feeling we'll see, especially the developers I'm talking to, there's some, there's a little bit of rub from a couple of them because they've been okay. moved. So we'll, we'll have to see how that works out. But it's massive. I mean, that is a huge, that is a massive announcement, especially to just come out of the blue. Yeah. And I think, it, it don't you think it was weird when they said, basically don't expect any other news until like 2018? Yeah, they, they just straight up. Oh, like, well, I didn't, I didn't see that bit. It was the way they worded it. They were they were just like, yeah, this is the Avengers project. We're doing mm-hmm. superhero games now. Here's the thing: is that they we were also talking about this earlier. Is that within the newsletter sent out to like press and YouTubers and whatever, um, that they hit it like deep within the email that this is not just like Square Enix. It, it's literally their developers, everyone. So Edo's Montreal, who works on the Day Sex series. It was Crystal right. Dynamics as well. Like. These are fucking developers working on mainstay franchises. Games. Yeah. I mean, I think it kind of makes sense that you're going to move Crystal Dynamics to a superhero game. Why do I say that? Well, Tomb Raider, or Rise of the Tomb Raider, sold horribly. It did. Um, on every console it launched on. So I think they're viewing it as the business decision that, okay, yes, there's probably more to Lara's story. I didn't beat Rise of the Tomb Raider, I'll be honest. But I haven't, but... I mean, the game was good. Yeah, but, yeah I like so the game a lot. It. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I, I have no horrible window. Yeah, I, I yeah, they launched down the same day as Fallout Four. That's that was <laughs> yeah. that was suicide. They Titanfall two it. Yeah, they really did. They <laughs> yeah. literally sent it to its fucking grave, dead on arrival. Yeah. And I think they realized the error of their ways, although it was 
quite apparent on uh, the day of. But, um, yeah, I think that's a big reason why you're going to see Crystal Dynamics making superhero games. But that's just weird to say. I mean, what kind of what kind of superhero games can you see these teams making? I mean, the Avengers Project. I thought instantly when I saw that, I thought of, like, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, like this superhero team-up, over-the-top Diablo-style game. But, uh, but when I think Square Enix, I think RPG. So it's like, I, I don't well, even, I, I, mean, I usually have a picture of a game in my head, but I, I, I want some help here. I can't formulate shit right I now. I mean, the, the, the thing is, they've got, they've got so many avenues they could go down mm-hmm. with, with a superhero game. You've got, you know, any, any, any form of genre really with, with, with it. I, I personally think, you mm-hmm. know, you can make, you can make a bloody card game out of it if you really want, but uh, obviously we don't, I don't personally want I that, hope they yeah, that's the thing is I never considered that. For a second, no, I was like, no, what if they're doing you, just mobile games? But when you see Crystal Dynamics, mm-hmm. you know, so you're like, okay, they're... No, dude, do you know, I mean, if you think about it, we talked about this in my podcast earlier. It's like, you know, you have everything, you have different Punisher style games that could fit in a Tomb Raider style, mm-hmm. you know, control schemes. You have, especially if you're grabbing people from particular developers, anybody who moves around, especially when you get to publisher level, you do have to look at who has expertise in what engines and who has expertise in what type of games and, and move them around. So I think by looking at who's moving where, which we'll find out in the coming months, mm-hmm. you'll be able to pretty quickly, especially if you're good. I have a couple of friends who work for me who do LinkedIn, and they check LinkedIn for where people move, and they can usually identify what's happening. We'll probably get a good idea. But I honestly, just like Lee said, I think you're going to see multiple genres. Like, I mean, it, it would not surprise me if we see a Marvel Alliance kind of thing. We also know that Heroes is very popular on the PC. Isn't it Marvel Heroes, the yeah, Diablo that, style? Yeah, MOBA, yeah, yeah. I think it is. It's like, I think that's what it is. No, there's not a MOBA. There's, my I, friend I play plays it. one on the iPhone. I play it. It's like Diablo. I can't remember the name. Um, I thought that was Ultimate Alliance. I, Marvel Heroes. Oh, a, okay. And it's like Diablo. So you've got that, and it's massive. Um, but I do believe that we'll see a Tomb Raider style, like third person, you know, it, it, a huge thing. And one of the guys on the podcast was like, do you know what would be great is if you took a GTA style three characters? Because if you do more than three, it starts feeling weird. But if you did like two or three main characters and you had a, a, a game like almost like Spider-Man is looking to be. Oh, shit. Then then you could do some Don't insane stuff because because that's the thing these developers look like every developer I talk to when I mention Spider-Man, you see their eyes light up and it's not only because they want Spider-Man it's because they watch the PR and they're like, okay, everybody is looking at this game as being awesome. What can we do? Like, so people are ready for this and then they move that direction as well. So also I wouldn't doubt if they have a lot of prototypes where they're going to be working for a while, trying to figure out what they should make too. Like what engine do we use? Yeah, do you think they announced it too a- soon? Do you think, I mean, it didn't seem like they had much ready, right? Yeah, they they did. Yeah, I would say they announced it too soon. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh, it's for us, but I mean, they wanted it out there for some reason. They probably I just were view worried it as it was like a, get an EA. That's true, a leak. That's true. You want to avoid that. I, I just view it as an EA announcement where it's going to be like, okay, next year we're going to see like a concept trailer, you know, just like untextured models and shit like that. Right. Um, you know, I think of like Battlefront, for example. They they do that EA so much that I'm afraid that's what they'll do with Square Enix. Or it'll just be like a three or four year process, which I'm fine with in game development. But it's when you know about it, you know what's going on the whole time. You're just like, come on, get the game out already. But um, yep, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm excited about this because for me, I, I instantly think of Spider Man and Insomniac, and I think that's just a a perfect match. Like you, you, it's one of those things where I didn't realize how badly that series needed Insomniac until they match those two together. So you can see they're really studying the companies that they're associating these titles with. Like 
Telltale telling a Guardians of the Galaxy story really does make sense. And so it's like when you look at how Marvel's studying them, I think that's another way we can deduce what types of games to expect. So if you look at Crystal Dynamics, yeah, we should expect like a big epic adventure title. Um, But it's like what, you know, it's called the Avengers Project. So it's like what hero would be under that? Maybe they're calling the Avengers Project because each game is for a specific hero within the Avengers. It's not just about the Avengers movie itself where it's like a group of them in the game you know what i'm saying so yeah. i mean that's mm. that's another idea that's come to mind but oh man a, a captain america game by by crystal dynamics i'm feeling that i'm feeling that a little bit <laughs> i think that's i think that's a good one i think i think i hit the nail on the head there that's gonna be my prediction going forth crystal dynamics captain america i could see that because he's a, a grounded enough superhero he's not like someone who fucking flies around and shit where uh, he could be very Tomb Raider esque if that makes any sense with his movement and yeah, like, yeah, climbing yeah, the yeah. side of mountains and shit and doing superhuman stuff. Right. That would make more right. sense for yeah, Captain America rather than Laura Croft. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I can't wait. I mean, I'm I'm not actually a huge superhero fan. Really? Tell me the, about that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, well, I just say what? I mean, I I I don't find them very. Uh, there, some of the movies are enjoyable. Some are not. So well, what's don't you I'm like not, then? I'm I'm curious. About um, that, that's I was a not a huge fan of Civil War. Okay, C- Civil War is pretty slow to me. Um, but it wasn't. I, when I say not a huge fan, it doesn't mean I dislike them. It just means I wasn't a huge fan. Like I'm not one of those type of people that's like, oh. Uh, strangely enough, like I grew up, my brother liked Thor, and I thought it was the stupidest superhero. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, this is the dumbest. Thing. And then in the movies, actually, I sort of like the Thor movies because they're stupid mm. and they're just over the top. They're not um, stupid. <laughs> and I like uh, Hellboy style stuff, like a little bit more of the um, spiritual kind of thing. So those are great. I liked uh, the new one um, with Cumberbatch. Uh, Doctor Strange. See, I Doctor seen Strange. That. I still haven't uh, seen I, that. I thought it was unique. So uh, what I mean by not being a, a, a not being a super fan is that I'm more interested in it because I want to see this Tomb Raider expertise be used in something that's going to sell well. Yeah. Because I know those developers and I know that they want a paycheck and that they want people to like. And I will say one thing. Uh, uh, we just talked to somebody and it's in an interview where he says the worst feeling in the world is creating something critically loved that sells very poorly. And yeah, that's that's gotta be that's gotta, that's be. gotta be rough. Yeah, that's gotta be rough to have somebody be like, "Hey, man, Tomb Raider's great," and he's like, "We sold ten copies today." <laughs> <laughs> so I want to see these guys have success, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm stoked for it. I think Square's a great. Com- I mean, talk about a that's a pretty good company to like. No, that's a great company to, to associate Marvel games with. But here's the thing: is I wonder if that's because in comparison, we look at all the Activision titles, right? I mean, obviously, I like Square Enix, don't get me wrong. I'm just saying, when, when I view it, it's more so like, oh, awesome, Square is working on Marvel titles, but it's like, oh, me, it's more so, fuck yes, Activision's gone from those titles. <laughs> That's how I view it, because I can't stand right. the way they, they fucking suck these companies dry, and I'm glad you're seeing uh, studios realize this and be like, yo, these these like this Activision's just a bunch of assholes. Like they just want money. They don't they don't care about the product that's being made. Obviously, don't get me wrong. Square Enix wants money too. I think that's a big reason why you're gonna see them move Crystal Dynamics off of Tomb Raider and onto a superhero project. Because you know, that's something that'll actually make them money. You know, I don't think Tomb Raider's made that much. Maybe the first one did. I, I haven't verified that, but um definitely the sequel did not make them a fucking penny they probably lost so much on that so they they needed to make a move that would bring them in a ton of revenue and i mean superhero games is a sure shot especially if you do them well 
Right. Yeah, it's just, it's a shame because. I mean, the uh, what was what was the last one called? The Tomb Raider. Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, yeah, see that that was I thought that was amazing. And then so, uh, yeah, I liked s- a lot. Rise of the Tomb Raider was was equally good. I just I, I'm the same. I never got around to finishing it. <laughs> but yeah, I think I've, I'm not sure if that got critically um, reviewed well and whatnot. But what I remember is it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The I first mean, one I played and beat, and I did not. I'll be honest, I did not like it. It just it, because mm. it was such a grounded human story, and I really liked that. And then it like took a giant supernatural turn. I was like, "This sucks." Uh, I was yeah. like, "I can't, <laughs> I can't stand that." Are you talking about the? Are you talking about Rise or the one? The the first one. The yeah, Rise. I, Rise I felt the same way. Yeah. Thing I was like, the, you know, yeah. I, I was so into it. I loved how they built the world and stuff. And then, like I said, it took a supernatural turn, and it kind of reminded me of Uncharted. Um, I really, my favorite I, Uncharted is the first one because I thought that was. Um, although funny enough, the ending for that one's much more of a supernatural thing. It, but that it, that's how I felt with that series in, in some ways was that um, it would take like a supernatural turn. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like this was so realistic <clears throat> and believable until now. Uh, it just feels like right. a contradiction. Like they ran out of ideas and said, this happens. Anyway, <laughs> personal opinions aside though, um, I, I like the changes that Marvel's doing. Uh, I wonder how mm. DC is going to respond though because – Ooh. Really, when you look at it, they only have Rocksteady, right? Rocksteady and, and NetherRealm. Are the Let's only. make sure we understand what that means. We only have Rocksteady. is sort of like saying you only have Mike Tyson in his prime during a fight. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, just let's be honest. I mean, I'm not even a huge, like, I'm not a, uh, I no, love I, their games, Yeah, I realize. Not, I, like, completely, them, I completely but... minimized it. I <laughs> they completely only minimized. have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny sounding. No, you're right. I, I'm just thinking in the terms of quantity. Obviously, you want quality, yeah, for but sure. in the terms of quantity... Um, they'll get out one or two good superhero games, possibly at the rate of Marvel, right. who now has four good developers. For obviously a while, you had obviously the, the Batman trilogy, as in the films, that were great. But then you, you never, I mean, obviously you had the Arkham Knight series as well. I mean, well, you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess, I guess they'll, they'll at least try and respond and at least... They probably won't say anything for a while, but they've, they've, they've got to keep up and at least bring something else out. Because I like the look of Injustice, but for me, it's I, I just I get a bit I get a bit bored of just one on one fighting yeah, being you're not games. Yeah, fighter game fan. No, you're not, you're I, not I, alone I, on that. Yeah, I mean I, I, I like them, but I mm. wouldn't go out and pay you know full price for it just because. I'd play it for a I'd play it for a while and then mm. people would kick my ass online and I'd start turn off in rage. See, for me, it's a um, I'm sure as a comparison I could draw, but I I just go ridiculously hard in them. I get good at like one fighter, I dominate online, and then I just stop. Mm. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I have accomplished all I set out to do here. Goodbye. That's it. <laughs> yeah. um, the thing is, you know, though, I mean, what what does DC have? So they've got Batman. Yeah, they got Batman from which I, I'd imagine they could be moving to a Batman Nightmare series with the secret ending for Arkham Knight, or they could be moving on to uh, Justice League. They could be moving on to a lot of things in, in Rocksteady. Mm. And then you got NetherRealm, who's doing the Injustice series on and off with um, Mortal Kombat, which is a large gap in its own right. Um, not that these games coming from Marvel are going to be just out in a snap, like Square Enix right. likely just started on their uh, Avengers project. So, you know, that'll be many years down the line. Uh, I think it'll be very reminiscent of um, EA, Visceral, and Star Wars, where um, 
it's just it, they mm. announced it so far in advance, and it's like everyone wants to know, but probably this will be the first year we see that from Visceral. But anyway, um, yeah, it's like I can't think of many things DC does have. The only hero from their superhero category that received some sort of justice was Batman when right. it came yeah. to uh, when it came to video games, rather. So I, I struggle to really. I mean, that's the thing though is that anything can happen. You know, the Square Enix and Marvel. Like, who would have thought? So they could really team up with anyone who has the talent. But that's the other question I have: is now that these developers are getting wrapped up, would they actually be able to like balance out and work on a uh, like a DC game by chance? Because you know, it, it's just Square Enix. They're they're video game developers, for example. I'm not minimizing that, right. but I'm just saying that. Couldn't they just lease their services as well to DC? Or do you think it's just like they are strictly under the Marvel thumb now? Oh, I would assume that, yeah, that's locked down in a contract, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'd say so, too. I just, I figure I'd toss it out there. That'd be cool, though, to have, they're just doing a DC game and a Marvel game. They're just bouncing between both. Like, yeah, we do what the fuck we want. Who cares? Um, In all honesty, if I were DC and I'm just, like, pretending like I had a ton of cash and I ran the world, I, (laughs) the thing is, is those those Batman games are good, right? And you know Mm -hmm. they are. Uh, there's the rumor about the Damien Batman title that was supposedly wor- being worked on, but there was also a rumor that about a Justice so League game. Here's the thing. I, if, if, if DC wants or feels like they can com- compete, then what they need to do, if, first of all, Batman will continue to sell well if it's good. And so like, I, I don't see an issue with saying we're doing more Batman games because they're good yeah. and they work. Um, but a, Justice Le- a huge Justice League game handled well could be phenomenal and mm-hmm. i think that it's time no one's going to agree with me so I, but I, i'm just going to say it i really want a superhero game like batman where i create the hero and there, there's a reason why because like i i like some of dc's a little bit more grounded characters anyway and dc online had a pretty good character uh, creation system like that's the, the online game, game. yeah so online. do i and uh i would love imagine and this is just me but imagine rocksteady saying we're creating blah 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 and it's you in a city doing these you know and you can choose certain powers and and it's and it's a, but i'm saying not online but like a full, maybe you can be the villain or <laughs> this villain that, thing that, that'd be cool though podcast yeah that'd oh it be would cool though it would but yeah i would if, if they want to um they can't compete i don't think just by saying we have another game but if they do something different you can be the hero or if they do something different, Justice League. Justice League's huge, so Justice League would be. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a, a legitimate competitor for sure. Yeah, I'd love to see. That. I mean, I I am. I don't really pick when I break it down. I, I don't really necessarily go like, oh, I am all Marvel or I am all DC because it's really just specific heroes from each of them. Like for me, I would say I'm. If I had to lean towards one, probably Marvel, just because I I fucking Spider Man's my favorite hero out of everyone. Gotcha, but um. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with the fact that DC's heroes are a lot more ground. They're a lot darker, for sure. Um, I think Marvel's tried to take a little bit of the darker route with their movies lately, but um, it's hard to really match that DC vigor and that just that almost gothic feel it has at times. It's just, just heavy. Especially some of the, um, you know, like their anime movies. Like the mm. Oh, right. Yeah, the uh, Red Hood. Off and... Red Hood. <sighs> Shit. That was some intense yeah, stuff. Just... They, uh, yeah, they, their animated movies are, are really powerful. Um, I just, I think of that. But once again, it's like Batman. I, I, I just think of Batman right away. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They need to do other superheroes justice. They really do. That is how I think DC yeah. finds a way to succeed out of all of this. And that's obviously way easier said than done. 
But the issue yeah. is like mm-hmm. they have heroes like Superman who does everything. He doesn't, you know, I'm not saying he doesn't have a weakness, but I'm just saying like he, you know, to build a game around Superman. Right. Well, yeah. be like building one around Thor. It's pretty hard. Or yeah, have it or level one hundred Skyrim character. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you like you have to have like I'd say a fully destructible open world, right. uh, a world big enough to handle the believable speed of Superman, uh, powers that feel different from each other. Like you know your ice beams can do some specific things that engage with the world. Same thing with like his uh, heat vision. Um, what? What? Wait, sorry. Why do I remember? Uh, a Superman game on Xbox 360 actually being good. I think it was one of like the first games. You might remember. And I, I, I personally remember it being good, but I was probably well, about 14. I can't remember. It wasn't a. There wasn't a superhero, or there wasn't a Superman only game. But the Avengers, all or not the Avengers. I'm sorry. The um, there was a couple like Gauntlet style games where you could be different Justice superheroes. League. Justice League. Yep, I played yeah, that on my maybe PSP. That. Those were good. I'm googling the shit. Yeah, no, look up that. Look at that super Superman game. N sixty four had the last Superman I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it was digital herpes. It was the only <laughs> game that the moment you play it, everybody knew. You'd show up yeah, at a party, yeah. people be like, "Yeah, you just got done with uh, Superman sixty four. Yeah, like, yeah. How do you know? <laughs> For me, uh, I remember growing up, I didn't like many DC superhero games, but there was one, and it was not a good one, really, when I think about it, but I loved it so much. Did anyone here ever play Batman Vengeance? Mm-hmm. I fucking love that game, man. There's just yep. something about the sound effects when Batman fights. Like, when he throws a punch, it sounds like he's, like, fucking cutting the air. It's like... Whoa, whoa. It's just, uh, yeah, really sorry. It was, it was um, funny enough, it was an EA game. It was called Superman Returns. Jeez, I didn't. I never Warner, even heard Warner of that Brothers. Game. Was uh, it? Good? Did it rate well? Yeah. Wait, let me just let's look up some Metacritic. Some Metacritic. Oh, fifty-one uh, percent. <laughs> so, oh, wow. I was probably just you know like yeah because it initial release two thousand six. So yeah, I was like you know fifteen. Wow. Good, good call time. on that. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, maybe it was okay back then, but. Yeah, look, looking at the pictures. Mm. <laughs> mm, <no. laughs> Maybe another, here's another Marvel hero game. that got that has had some justice is uh, Hulk. He's had yeah. some great oh, fucking that, video games. He's that had game some, was mm. awesome. Yeah, like he, fucking big ass bloody fists out of cars, and yeah, that was good. Yeah, they had good. some fucking yeah. incredible Hulk games. Pardon the pun, but uh, <laughs> they really did. I, I, I mean, I forgot about that almost. You think have they tried Green Lantern? I think they have. Um, that was pro- well, that was I mean, probably garbage. Yeah, I think I mean, Green Lantern. Green Lantern just sucks. Oh, this is that man, awkward kid in the that. corner. I, I don't like. I don't like Green Lantern. <laughs> He's just no, not a hero. I'm a fan of. See, he, he was he was apparently unhireable after he did that film. Oh, um, what's his name? Really? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. That's it. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, he said apparently he was. Un- Wait, yeah, didn't yeah, he do? Didn't he do Deadpool? Deadpool? Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah, he obviously done him justice doing that, but that's that's I'll read it. I've seen a lot of bad movies in my life. That was nowhere near the worst movie. I mean, like, yeah, I don't it think wasn't it was, a great you know, movie, but holy yeah. shit! Watch Howard the Duck and then come back and talk. About it. <laughs> when you have Leah Thompson joking about having sex with a duck in a superhero movie, you know shit has gone wrong. <laughs> As I'm telling you, that's that's a bad superhero movie. Like mm. Green. Green Hornet was like another one that everybody dissed on, and I watched, and I was like, man, eh, whatever. I mean, you hear that a lot of times where people mm-hmm. think they're terrible, and you watch them, and you're like, yeah, 
just wasn't. I've seen worse. What about the Iron yeah. Man games? Were those were those good or bad? That, that I didn't like them. I know one of them did okay, but yeah. So I mean, now, I'm just I'm just trying to spitball all these heroes that are coming to mind as a potential games for this Avengers project because I'm I'm just trying to think of now Avengers in general is what was it Iron Man Thor Captain America Spider Man Wolverine was he was he under the Avengers I can't remember well here's the thing that I think that we might see are so we're talking more back on Marvel is that what you're saying Matty yeah Wagner? yeah I'm sorry I'm, okay. I'm just bouncing so, all over the place oh, that's right. Um, the one, the one thing is, is that usually a developer when they're creating will usually go and look at what's popular uh, genre-wise too. So third person, first person, blah blah blah. So, Gauntlet style isn't as popular um, as they used to be. So the Alliance games exactly. that were on the 360, those aren't as popular. Um, so you're looking at third person, and then once you start looking at that, then you have to do identify like what fits, you know, because uh, some characters just don't. Like, uh, I mean, Superman. It could fit, but I think a lot of times a developer might look at Superman and go, listen, we have to jump a, through a bunch of hoops to try to figure out how it's playable. Why mm-hmm. do Superman when we can do somebody who's a little less powerful and we can fit them in our game world without creating new tech? You know, just like yeah. you said, it would need to be Agent 3 for the Xbox One and its fully destructible world just to have Superman make sense in it. Um, I think that if they're smart, Honestly, a three-person like GTA style, where you could switch between three, or or or, or you did maybe even not live switching, but it, it told their story. Um, what if you write a new comic series where the major comic uh, book characters have disappeared, and so you have a Jer- Jessica Jones style situation where you're three of the slightly lower tier, still still better than Hawkeye for Christ's sakes, but <laughs> you've got you've got three lower tier characters where you're playing them in a Tomb Raider style third person. You know, there's a lot of stuff that they can do. And that's not including, of course, that no one's done a first-person superhero game. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't put it past somebody to be like, you know, let's try that. I don't know if I would want that. I'm just saying there's a chance somebody's hmm. Punisher. That wouldn't be bad. I mean, I I view it like a Wolverine game in first-person. Like, oh, yeah. imagine that with VR, you know, you're, like, using, like, the handles, and, like, you see your claws, and you're, like, fucking picking someone up and putting Here's inside Edge them. Catalyst handled the movement well, you know, because mm-hmm. you oh, have that Matt, movement. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Matt, oh, you go did, for it. Um, did, didn't, you, uh, didn't you preview? Did you do um, the Batman game in VR? I did. Batman Arkham I did VR. Yeah. Yeah, see, so obviously, same kind of thing. You could do that with, with another superhero, but I don't know which one yeah. would work because... Superman would be a bit too intense, I think. <laughs> yeah, you'd just be like, what the fuck, where am Get I? Get your ginger gum ready, because you're going to be chewing that and Dramamine. Yeah, that's a good That's a good point, though. There's there's some different... We're thinking, of course, just on like a console or something, but you could do a PSVR mm. stuff. That'd be f- I, I that'd just be think it's weird. probably going to be massive, whatever they do, and that third person right now is the... I, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's the engine that mm-hmm. seems that everybody wants to go with. Yeah, that or or I mean, you could look at the the change like Resident Evil going from third to first person, for example. Yeah, and, and you know, but that's for its own genre where you've seen like Outlast first person. Um, but then the Evil Within that was third person. I mean, I don't know. I I I'd just rather them just go with what they feel would make the game better. Me too. Not, yeah, not with exactly. what you know the 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 genre that's popular is. But um, anyway, that's a that's enough chat about the Square Enix and Marvel team up. How about we move on to the slew of other information we have to talk about? Let's start off <laughs> with the Pillars of Eternity two announcement. That's uh, 
that was that was teased for about a week from Obsidian. So, Carrick, you've played. Oh, it's Fallout. It's Fallout. Yeah, people are like, it's oh, Fallout. Yeah, I'm like, you're out. not thinking right. Pillars, it already hit 100% of its funding. Um, it hit 100% in less than 24 hours. It's more like, I don't know, 18. Um, Pillars and Tyranny are two of my favorite games. And uh, Pillars 2 just looks, I mean, it already looks better. One of the nice things about Pillars and and Pillars 2, I like that um, that three isometric, you know, style party game. I've yeah. always been a fan of that. And it, Pillars 1 looked good, but Pillars 2, they already showed a couple gifts and a couple little movie bits and the 3D background elements and the water. Oh, dude. Like, mm. they, it it, some, it's almost... It had some really interesting kind of, like, watercolor uh, yeah. art style in the first one. And so seeing it again was... Uh, looks really interesting it looks great oh it does it does i can't wait and lee did you say you had played either one of the have you played pillars no i haven't mate no um i've I've, no i've not had a game in i've not had a working game in pc for since i mean the last game i actually fully played was like command and conquer (laughs) wow Wow. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were great. That's so That's awesome. That's awesome. Sorry, man. I, no, I expected like them with that yeah. announcement to somehow do uh, kind of like what Divinity Original Sin did, which was, uh, hey, we're coming to consoles too, just kind of uh, spreading their wings a little bit, bringing yeah. it to as many people as possible. But um, it's obvious that Obsidian is uh, strapped for cash. I mean, that's another crowdfunded project, yep. right? Yeah, yep. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy stuff in my opinion. <laughs> Uh, and well, not surprised, but um, they're they're doing what they want, which I'm I'm happy about. And people Obsidian, love their games. You know Obsidian more than me. Haven't they hinted a couple times they wanted to be bought out? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Haven't yeah. they? Yeah. So, so Warner Brothers, which we'll talk about later. Warner Brothers is all, is looking for developers. Um, my hope is that they do because it, it. I don't know about you guys, but I swear to God, Obsidian con- continually feels like that little child with one meal between them and the grave. Like <laughs> they. they and and if they if they don't get it in in the form of a payment, then then they're screwed. And I think that they do well, but critically they're not all you know always doing super well. It depends on the title and stuff. But um, I wish they would get picked up by somebody because Survival. Christ, it's just getting tiring. Always wondering if we're going to wake up and they're going to be bankrupt. Maybe DC. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Why is it to say holy yeah. shit? Yeah. The yeah. That would be awesome. I was just thinking, I was DC like, superhero RPG. Dude. <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. Imagine isometric how DC cool RPG. That, it wouldn't even have to be isometric. Imagine if it was like a the, Fallout yeah. where you could do first and third person. Oh. And and you were and because it's I obsidian, they obsidian know they're writing. Because I feel like that costs really? too much. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. No, I think he was saying with DC. If DC's foot in the bill. Oh, um, DC's foot in the bill? Yeah, fuck yeah. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they just fund them, give them, give them the money for the yeah, money. Sorry, I, I misunderstood. I misunderstood. No, that's right. But anyway, back to Pillars. It looks awesome. It's already succeeded in its fucking funding, which now we're getting... So, uh, crowdfunding so odd now. It's like they mm. announce and you already... Why call it crowdfunding? It, like, why even put a limit? Because you already know they're going to hit it. Like, it's yeah. this odd, odd moment. But yeah, it looks, it looks fantastic. And dude pillars is a great game if anybody has not checked out pillars that is a phenomenal title how long does it take to get through it because i do have it (laughs) installed and it's from the steam sale last year and i'm yet to get to it 
Well, you know how I always talk. Like, I hate talking about difficulty because a person might play it on easy. Like, mm. so, but it, you're looking at minimum. It depends on how you play, but 25 to 35 hours. And then it sort of meanders depending on extra stuff, difficulties you choose and so forth. So, okay. and, and probably faster if somebody is really good, like, mm. or, or, or knows the story. Because <sighs> that game looks really good. I really want to play it. Um, it's just about like I mean I'm almost already excited for summer to play that on the backlog. Um, what else did I want to play that I added to the backlog recently? Oh, Tales of Zestiria, so I could play Berseria. Mm-hmm. Those are two yeah. games on the backlog. I mean, fuck, it just keeps adding up. I've, I've realized the backlog is literally never ending. There's always going to be something there that you're like, yeah, there will. I don't video. Just, yeah, yeah, just it's that, getting I'm, ridiculous. <laughs> well, Lee, I, when you. Uh, I was just going to ask Lee real quick. Um, you haven't played any of these, and you don't have a playable PC. Is that what you're saying? No, this is what I mean. So I've got I've got a big enough backlog as it is on my uh, consoles, Xbox, and yeah, I've got PS as well. I've actually pre-ordered the Switch, and oh. I'm thinking I've got I need to get Horizon Zero Dawn, mm. and then Switch is coming out. And obviously, the only game I really want to play is Zelda because that's the only fucking games coming out on it. So, <laughs> yeah, the reason why I wanted to ask is because like Maddie has them all, I have them all. You only have consoles, and you're still backlogged. Like that's oh, how many yeah. games. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, I oh the, yeah, there's, there's games that come out last, um, you know, last fall, and yeah, I haven't got around to them either. It's ridiculous. It's partly yeah. my fault because like Skyrim Special Edition come out and I'll just play that even though I've played it before. <laughs> so I asked both yeah, of you guys. I, I, I moved on oh. that from I moved on from Skyrim Special Edition so fast. Like I played it for the review. After that, like I put enough time in it to have a, a good opinion to make sure everything works technically fine. And then after sure. that, yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, I'm moving on because I've well, already so played like that. five thousand fucking hours of Skyrim. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I've only because I haven't had a PC, I haven't had that. You know the, mm. the modding and stuff like that. So, and to be fair, I only played it maybe twice on Xbox 360. So, wait, so you never sunk in like a full playthrough? No, I mean I only probably played it. I probably like as in twice full full playthrough. Oh, come on, come on. Well, come I on. was gonna say Lee, Lee, bro. <laughs> come on, man. The fuck, well, I mean, <laughs> if you guys have, if you guys have time this weekend, we could always do some hardline. With, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm not playing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's great man um uh, but i gotta ask you guys so if you guys have a game on your backlog um so closing pillars uh yeah it looks good if you guys have a game on your backlog do do you guys ever do I, so i do something that forces me to play the game i invite people over and we do like a party style yeah. thing where it's like okay everybody come over we're gonna barbecue and i'm gonna play you know we're gonna pass it around or maybe just one person will play but everybody will come over do you guys do you guys ever do that to like get through a game? Because that actually allows me to get through many games that are in my backlog. Have you guys ever done no, anything? No like one, that? no one plays my safe file. No, um, no, I haven't no done one that. Plays my safe gotcha. I'll um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll invite a buddy over and I'll say like, yo, let's play through this together. Because it's right. not like it's almost tedious getting through your backlog. It's just like, how do you word it? You know, it's good to stay modern in our position, Carrick. But uh, you feel like what you're, you know, if you're going back, you're not, you're like almost suffering in a way i i feel like that's just the best way to word it you're not really suffering you're playing a fucking awesome game that you're curious about but you feel like it's at the expense of something else like you could be playing sure. a newer title so like at least if you're doing it with a friend it feels like less bad but at the same token like it, it makes it also way more fun um to re-experience some older games and just pick out stuff that's changed between uh, then and now 
Yeah, yeah I, I just like the social dynamic of, of people. I know you beat uh, Gears 4 before, remember? Because I was teasing you on Twitter because mm-hmm. I was like, let's play co-op. And you're like, motherfucker, I already beat Gears 4. That's <laughs> in the review. <laughs> um, but the I like that social dynamic of like uh, having people come up. And I've found that for me, if I need to play an old game, especially if a newer game's coming out and I want to compare them, or like I think there might be some contrasts there, um, that having Cadiz over or somebody... To like, there's a social dynamic there that's very enjoyable. That can that can. It's not only just playing a game, but it's like I've also got friends over, and I know Maddie's said a couple times he's got one friend who comes over a lot. So yeah. I was just wondering because those just cause one if friend. You don't <laughs> my well, my son Connor. <laughs> yeah, your nice. son <laughs> shares the same last name as, and that's fucking hilarious. The, the, the first name he pointed out on stream was just like, "What the fuck, dude? Who is that? Is that my dad?" Oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, it was so funny. No, yeah, I, I mean, I like playing co-op, co-op games, but yeah, I mean... I, yeah, I that's, that's something that's uh, that they're low on nowadays, co-op. Um, yeah, especially, especially couch, couch co-op. Just, couch just co-op is lacking. completely deprived. Like, we, we've talked yeah. about this before, Carrick, but like, 2013, I think of like, I think Borderlands, or was that 22, 2012, I mean, I, there was one year, either 2012 or 2013, it seemed like there was a million and one co-op games and they just stopped. It was done. Yeah. Hasn't yeah. been many since. And no, the PR I, I is just that. too hard to handle. They just yeah. they don't want to handle the PR of people will say, "Hey, this game looks like shit," and they'll be like, "Dude, it's drawn twice as much." Like uh, the the companies I talked to are like, "We're not going to handle the PR, you know, pushback of the couple people who want to play co op." I understand um, that. Why well, give yourself more problems? You know, when when you know you can consciously avoid them, right? Yeah, right. And control yeah. them. I get that. Yeah. It's just it, it sucks because I'm a big it fan sucks. of playing online. I'm. That's my favorite type is is yeah. co-op couch co-op. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, that's how I think. That's how a lot of people fall in love with gaming. You you play with someone else. It's ton right. of fun. Right. One bit. One bit news. Sorry. Sorry. No. No. Go on. Go on. Carry on. Man. No. No. I was gonna say certain games I can only play co-op, like like Borderlands. I can't really sit mm. there and, oh. and play it on my own. I don't, I don't know why. Absolutely. Switch. No. I I absolutely agree. Uh, just one bit of news I meant to toss out there that just came to mind was uh, Prey Two got a release date. Or pray we got a release. Yeah, jeez. Is it uh, May? Is it May? May fifth. It's coming out. Wow, and we don't uh, know a lot about that for May fifth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It came out uh, with a new gameplay trailer, a little more story focused, so that might give you some answers. But um, skip to yeah, see a few I, guns. I, and it's stuff very, well. it's it's scary, reminiscent of Bio- Bioshock. Dishon- uh, Bioshock, but also Dishonored in the sense where I am not, even though this has the potential to be very psychologically gripping it's it's very um i can already see this this is gonna be a story that plays with your head and i hope it does just from what details we have it seems like once again it's like typical arcane i know this is the arcane in austin but it it seems completely similar to dishonor where it's like wow these fucking amazing gameplay systems but this story that doesn't seem to grab me right off the bat i caught a facepalm uh, I, it was because I thought of Battlefield Hardline. I, and you were talking about you were talking about psychology stuff. I don't know why it just popped in my head. Um, God so damn it! Think, I should have never said that. No, no, you definitely should. So when you're when you look at it though, Maddie, does it feel like Battle uh, Bioshock a little too like it, art I don't, style wise? Yes. Yeah. Way too much like Bioshock. You know, it, it's just that that uh, almost pastel looking hand. Um, right. That that's the first thing. Same thing with and it's got like these very nubby short fingers <coughs> for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, very much like uh, We Happy Few. That's another one that comes to mind. Oh, that's another one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And um, I don't I don't know why so many games 
to take it. But this seems to be the arcane style of things. You look at Dishonored once again. You look at Now yeah. Prey. They seem to have that very Bioshock feel when it comes to art style as well as HUD design. Uh, Prey very much reminds me of Bioshock in that way too with, with how it designs the heads-up display. Um, but I'm, I'm liking what I see when it comes to... Uh, you see like a chair tipped over. It'll turn into an enemy. I definitely right. like that a lot. Uh, but it seems to have turned where the initial gameplay reveal reminded me more survival. I don't want to say survival horror, but it was more of a survival experience. It seemed like you're going to be taking on a lot, like a small amount of strong enemies and really scavenging resources. But in this one, they were, he was just like lighting dudes up and, and really going to town a lot more, in my opinion. It seemed a little more action focused, which is obviously to sell the game. But yeah. uh, for me, it just looked uh, very different. But I'm not saying that Prey was originally a survival horror game of some kind. It's just that this this series seems to have some type of identity crisis when you look at it one, does. the cancel two, point. and then this one. It, it, it's like it doesn't. What is Prey, right? It, and that's what they're <laughs> trying to do with this. Is like this is what Prey is going to be. It's like that's not what I imagine Prey as when I look at the other two. It's it's so fucking confusing. Uh, yeah. Still looks great though. I'm still definitely looking forward to playing it. For what sure. about you, Lee? Did you see the trailer? Yeah, I see, yeah, I see the trailer. I thought it looked a bit... Um, I don't know if anyone ever played this game, but I randomly did. Condemned 2. Oh, hell, hell yeah! Yes. And I, I really liked Sega. that game, but it was, yeah. it was... I'm hoping that... I'm hoping that the story is like... You know, certain films and certain games, now and again, right. you, you'll get where you watch it, and you think... What the? F- you, you won't. You won't. You kind of know. It'll Butterfly take you a minute, kind of take a couple of minutes to be like, I understand that now. Or mm-hmm. right, you can't. Right. Yeah, a lot. I think I that's like what them. they're hoping for with Prey. Yeah. You can definitely tell with the fact that he's like, oh Morgan, uh, you know, how's your day going? It must be pretty weird if you're talking to yourself or something like that. That's what they say in the trailer. Mm. I'm like, okay, so they're gonna try to fuck with you. Mm. And uh, it's it, it seems like it has the edge in storytelling compared to Dishonored, in my opinion, uh, gameplay wise. Mm. My fear is that it'll get redundant. Like, I'm going to see an inanimate object and go, that's going to transform into an enemy. And then it does. It's like, oh, it's getting predictable now. So that's what I'm afraid of. It gets almost like a alien isolation. Yeah. Where it goes on a little too long and you start to predict the game's uh, rhythm and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that could be sometimes damaging to a product. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and like, it depends on if it's scripted. Mm. Uh, or if it's uh, because like Resident Evil, if you go, if you look at another game that just got released, that sort of has a psychological edge to it, like Prey does. If a game is scripted or if it's random, um, both have positives and negatives. But with Prey, it's really going to matter because uh, yeah, what's just... the sh- what's the shooter where uh, it's uh, it, uh, man? It was the the military one where you have PTSD. Um, Spec Ops uh, the lines, not Spec Ops. Yeah, Spec Ops the line. Okay. Uh, so Spec Ops, the line messes with you. Um, you you yeah. think you're doing one thing and, and you're not. If Prey does it well and doesn't do it like Last Guardian where you question if the game's broken. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and I was okay with Last Guardian, but I know what people mean when they were like, what the fuck is this cat bat piece of shit doing? Like, not leaping. <laughs> Me. Supposed to. Yeah, Me. well, Maddie, yeah, because I liked it. And Maddie, man, some of your Twitter, I was like, damn, yeah. son. Because yeah, you, you were direct message. I was like, what the fuck is this? But uh, I, I, just the ending was was enough to make me be like, okay, this is like... I get it. Yeah. I, I like this, but I'm definitely not touching this again. Yeah, um, so if Prey's like that, where it goes too far, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon bullshit, I'm not going to be happy. But if it's just <laughs> one or two little weird issues here and there, and like you said, where a chair turns into a dude, where you question, but you don't always question. When you always question, it can really burn you out. Like, it can yeah. be... 
where it's like I'm just going to shoot everything because yeah, be I was about to say then you go fuck this right yeah, yeah right, right it's just like that's what that's where we get like homicidal CNN TV shows where somebody's <laughs> like a man killed 45 people today because he was batshit fucking nuts like <laughs> so how is Prey going to turn out is it just going to be where you're you know you're like questioning or is it going if you're homicidal then what the fuck like mm. it's just going to be really an odd game so, so. D- describe. Then, because I, I don't know much about Resident Evil's Madhouse difficulty, I'm assuming that's what you were referring to. Um, is that how does that work? Is it is it complete? Is it just a is it set but completely different from the original difficulty, or is it all just dynamic? It, it, so so okay, you have easy, normal, and Madhouse. Madhouse, if you pre-order or if you beat it, what happens with Madhouse difficulty is it rearranges items first of all. It rearranges some enemy behaviors, but one thing people are missing, and a lot of reviewers didn't know whether they should say this. I've already talked to like four reviewers who are like, should we tell people this or should we not? Um, Shit doesn't happen the same way for everybody, and I don't want to spoil too much, but if you saw something in a Let's Play or if you experienced it, there is absolutely no guarantee somebody else will experience that same thing, and I can't say much more. But a lot of people were told me, they were like, you said this was a buy, but it's only 12 hours. And first of all, I'm like, 20 shitty hours or 12 good hours, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll purchase 12 good hours, like, yeah. instantly. But this is more like 30, because I'm going to tell you right now, if you play it on normal, and then you play it on Madhouse, just because of the choice, just because of some things that happen, it's already going to be different. But then Madhouse absolutely changes stuff. For example, I can give you one example. One place, a key to go somewhere is just, in normal, is just right there. Like, you find the key like you would normally find it, right? In another, you have to solve a puzzle to then unlock a thing to then get the key. And there is a very distinct, cool feeling of interactivity that happens when you encounter something you think will be identical. And it's not just a new creature somewhere. It's a, it's a fucking puzzle. Like, you're mm-hmm. like, wait, what? I, I'm. I, I never saw this. Yeah, that, yeah. that's interesting because not, not a lot. Of, sorry, not a lot. Of, not a lot of games nail that or, or even yeah do that. They just sort of. I mean, and it's hard as fuck. Oh, excuse yeah. me. By the way, yeah, it's Top hard. Of my head, it's you know you got Bethesda just kind of bullet sponge and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just I trying to kill something and it's like impossible. But yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, and I test difficulties, and I can say that PSVR will improve your gameplay. I was only able to beat the game on Madhouse because I was doing PSVR. Yeah, yeah, just, um, just literally just just uh, looking at bit when uh, just, oh, were you in my review? When you yeah. got interrupted. So the thing about in in Madhouse in any game where you're using the controller, you have to worry about uh, movement acceleration of your cursor to an aim spot. So you mm-hmm. have to move here to the left and then move to the right if you fire at this guy and fire at this guy. With PSVR, you just go boom, boom, and they're dead, and you. Ike was able to headshot people from three times farther away in PSVR because just looking at it centered the crosshair right on the guy's head, and so your accuracy goes up. And uh, and in Madhouse, for me, and I'm only speaking for me, Madhouse, it was vital for me to do PSVR. It would have taken me a lot longer. I could have beat it, but it would have taken me far more tries um, if I had just been using you know the controller that entire time yeah no look i was watching your review too i was like holy shit this looks this looks like and you said it seems built to work on vr and that's fantastic Mm. anyway let's talk about something that you you were really excited about character it's dauntless yeah so 
Um, if it, maybe there'll be a link in the description. I don't know how we do that, Maddie. But basically, yeah. Dauntless, at least from it's a free to play currently Monster Hunter style game. And there's some there's some videos that came out, and I I just tweeted Maddie because I was like, I something about Monster Hunter and Dragon's Dogma are just my favorite things in the world. Like I, I don't know what it is, I, and I, I don't even want to try to describe it. But it looks like that's where they're going. And there were two videos. One they fight a bugbear, but they call it something else. Um, and then the other they fight some giant armadillo, or or sorry, armadillo uh, spiked, and it, it was co-op. And to me, that's the thing missing from Dragon's Dogma. And for sure, and the idea of like Maddie and I like taking down this creature, and it was a long battle. It was like thirteen minutes. Mm -hmm. That to me, yeah, for free to play. That to me looked fine. It was a little slow. It was zoomed out. If you notice, Maddie, did you notice like the the camera? Yeah, I mean, it definitely needed work. I figured it was was pre-alpha, though, wasn't it? It was pre-alpha. You're absolutely yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I figured it was early in development. I just like to me that looks free to play means I can just turn it on, and if it's great. It's free. And that to me, it's, we're living in a, such a cool time because when I grew up, there was no such fucking thing nah, as a free nah. game, right? Like, Well, yeah, it, now people get four free games a month with their live subscription and complain exactly. that they're four free games. It's like, <laughs> what is this shit? Fuck, yeah. So I think it looks phenomenal in a early alpha sense, like because I know game development and I see what they're going for and I'm like, that could no, it does. I could, yeah. I, I mean, I knew it was in early development because of like how some things happened during the demo, right? Like the uh, the camera angles and, and just the way the AI acted at times. I was like, okay, it's definitely a little bit earlier, but it was definitely hard to tell. That's the thing. It was like, yeah. holy shit, because uh, usually in early alpha, I, I think the uh, best way to detect is it's young in development is through really the graphics. And right. I mean, the, the game looked very pretty. Um, for those who want a, a description, or you can check it out yourself in the link down below. Uh, almost the, the lands that he was fighting on remind me of like the plains of Skyrim. I mean, it was very colorful. Uh, Maddie, was I wrong? Did it look like it had a gigantic style of cell shading going on as well? A little bit, was there a yeah, yeah. About? A little bit, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, it had a very vibrant color palette. But actually, you know what? The best way to describe it, I'm sorry, not not more of a Zelda. Uh, Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. okay. uh, that that type of art style, that type of color palette um, is what I was thinking of. Um, but yet it was very much a Monster Hunter, Dragon's Dogma, take down the giant beast boss thing, and uh, I'm sure collect the stuff it drops afterwards. Um, Lee, you saw it too, right? Fun. Yeah, yeah. I had a quick look at the. Um, I think I think was, well, I'm not sure what the creature was. Maybe it was the <laughs> armadillo. You seen? <laughs> it looked a bit random, but yeah, I mean, it did. I I couldn't get to grips with Monster Hunter. I don't I think oh. it was just the controls, and I mean there, there was there's, there's a lot there's a lot in Monster Hunter, isn't there? There's obviously oh, you got loads of dynamics, loads of you know it's a bit like if you first time you played Skyrim, you went on Alchemy, you'd be like, what is this? So <laughs> I would lo- I would love for him to have a Monster Hunter style game, right? But just in a different format. I don't know what it is about Monster Hunter itself, or just couldn't get into it but yeah the, the, it, it looks quite promising but is this is this just a it's just a free to play on pc uh yeah, oh, I, think yeah so. that, that, I don't know then i'm not sure. bloody interested mate <laughs> i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to just randomly enter you into one of my pc giveaways <laughs> just in uh, case. yeah please do come on help brother out <laughs> 
Yeah, it looks, yeah, it looks great. For me, I'm not a fan, really, of Monster Hunter either. Uh, oddly enough, though, I'm a fan of, like, Tokadin, Kiwami. Um, that's Because you're a weep. I'm just... Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, sure. sure. I mean, regardless, it's a... Uh, I, I like it because it's... My issue with Monster Hunter, and uh, I know they've kind of fixed it with some gameplay, still not convinced, though, is that um, yeah. Tokadin and uh, the other one is Freedom Wars, both much more fast-paced. Uh, the difference is that Freedom Wars, you have... Um, you know, you have, like, guns and stuff. It's it's much more of a, like, you can have an assault rifle or a rocket launcher, or a sniper rifle, um, all these different outfits, and uh, you're taking down instead mechs. And so it's it's a lot different in that way, too, where Monster Hunter is definitely, like, the classic. It's the pinnacle. Um, I remember mm. very much, or I remember fondly playing Monster Hunter, I think it was Ultimate, on the PSP. And uh, that was oh, yeah. that was yeah, a good yeah. time. You know, I, I enjoyed it. I, I've enjoyed Monster Hunter before. It's just for me, the one that's gripped me for long hours and sessions is uh, Tokadin. Um, it helps that those games are co-op, though. I can't imagine sinking as much hours as some people have. Alone. Yeah, yeah. I really, I think no, no one, I, no one I knew, weirdly enough, had a PSP. PSP was awesome. Yeah, that's PSPs very were great. And I think I remember just playing the demo, and I, I did really enjoy it, but I just never got around to getting it. Which is, uh, I liked it because it was different. Yeah. I was because at the time I know this is gonna sound ridiculous, but I mean I was younger. I was like, oh, a stamina bar when I do things. Holy shit! Like, <laughs> when I jump, when I roll, when I swing, it like recognizes that. And uh, to me, that was fucking wild. And I had to repair my stuff. Um, I was a little familiar with that because I think in Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance you had to repair stuff. I'm not sure though. Regardless, oh, Baldur's so. Gate. Yeah, Baldur's that was some shit, Baldur's dude. Gate. Those those yeah. old that, beat 'em ups. Oh yeah, my god. Just, because yeah, they don't make them any more harder. You got obviously the only one I can think of on these, you know, modern is Diablo. But mm-hmm. well, Diablo, there, there was uh, really. one that you reviewed, Carrick. What was that? Yeah, so. if you're talking about Gauntlet, is that what you, style games? Yeah, yeah you yeah, have Van yeah. Helsing on the consoles, um, yeah, but see, you also was, have that's free. That's I've, yeah, that was free um, on Xbox One. But you have games that have that have taken the Gauntlet to a different genre, like Skylanders, which I'm a fan of, even though it's a you know considered a kiddie game um because of how long it takes to upgrade characters and stuff that's the gauntlet style so gauntlets moved away from the wizard warrior the elf is about to die uh the dark <laughs> alliance Baldur's gate and they've gone towards toys or life infinity for a while um mm-hmm. it's it's sad because for example i love van helsing like that on the pc that's a great game on the console it's good um they just announced path of exile for the xbox one so that'll be coming out um, no, that, sorry, that, that Van Helsing game, is that, is that World Grim of... Dawn, I know this is on PC, but Grim Dawn's another one that I've heard really good things about. That's a, yeah. that's another Gauntlet-style game. Yeah. What were you asking, Mealy? Sorry, that um, Van Helsing game, is that World of Van Helsing, Death Trap, is that that game? I'm not sure. I've got... Um, all I know... Hmm. See, they changed the name for the console release, it, but it, oh, okay. it's just... it's. I think it's called... It's just Van Helsing. If you look at it, it'll look like Diablo, basically, and and, oh, okay. and it's very it's a very enjoyable title. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, you know what, Baldur's Gate. Uh, you also had a couple uh, uh, Lord of the Rings games, Maddie. They, yeah, I'll play one of them. With I love like Lord three of Rings or four Conquest. characters. Oh man, yeah, but they had uh, what was it? Oh, uh, oh my God! Why is this, the title eluding me? Uh, War of the North. That was the one you're thinking of. Yeah, yeah. That's War of the North yeah, was yeah. phenomenal. I love yeah, that I love game. Uh, that game, you know what's that game funny? got a bad rap. <laughs> when you talk to developers, do you know what they consider Gauntlet? And this blew me away. We were at GDC. Uh, uh, Lego. Oh, piss wow. Off. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, they. So I asked them, and they, and well, they're right. It, it, it. I mean, it adjusts it for its own world, but it is the Lego. You know, multiple you know characters running around. You know, doing things on a two point five or a three D scale, depending. Um, but that a lot of developers see Lego as like the gauntlet, and so they aim for that, and they don't aim for the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance oh, style, man. which is more what I'm hoping for. You know, yeah, yeah. return to that, return to that dark style. Uh, next bit of news that you also find very interesting, Carrick, Dirt 4. Yeah, no one else will care, so I'll just say. Yeah, Dirt 4. I like, <laughs> no uh, one else uh, will uh, care. Dirt Rally um, works on VR, which is mm. it, it's insane. Oh, that'd be cool. um, Dirt as a whole I've always liked, even though the, the fucking, uh, what was it called? Like the Travis Pastrana, who I like, but his Dirt 3 went sort of crazy with like in, mm. interior stadium stuff. Um, Dirt 4 has a create-your-own track. Thing, which okay. is fucking awesome and so to me that kind of stuff is really exciting for a racing game so yeah i uh only types of games like that that i can think of playing was like motocross versus MT- atv i think it was called. oh yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i yep. played those a lot growing up guilty um, pleasure man yeah for sure i i mean they had cool. some horrible soundtracks if i remember but yeah that was <laughs> they did I, yeah i remember yeah, i remember like because i'd be like i was young and so i'm sitting there in my room like and this is heavy fucking metal playing and i'm just like what is this like yeah i wasn't a fan of that type of music at the time but uh those are those are the only types of games i can think of the uh, how about those old stuntman games you remember those Oh, I remember Stunt like, Ignition. Was that oh what it was called? Oh my god, yeah, yeah I do yeah, remember those. Yes, yeah, you like it. drive around and do stuff for like movies and shit yeah, in your car. Yeah, that's thinking so of James some... Bond. Yeah. Wow, that's a crazy blast from the past, dude. I like yeah, that's one of those times where your your memory, your your brain was just about to erase that and write over it <laughs> like a recipe for eggs. And then <laughs> somebody mentions that and you're like, Okay, I'm gonna remember that forever. Dude, those games, so so that's the shit that I want gaming to return to like when when i go to gdc and we're talking to like these smaller developers and you see them working on something like that you're like please god let that work because stuntman was so unique i mean yeah fucking who would have even thought of that so yeah yeah no i agree though i mean i i I was telling you about it when we were discussing the limited physical run for oxenfree for some context um there's a company called limited run games it's such a brilliant idea it really is it is contact Indie developers who do digital releases for their titles that uh, end up becoming critically acclaimed, Oxenfree being one of them. And uh, I think they did one for Octodad. They did one for a bunch of games. And they get into contact with them. They say, how would you like to have a limited physical release for your game? You know, it's sold well. We'll make X amount of copies for PS4, Vita, it seems to be the common choice of systems. And people will pick them up. And that's what they do. And it's so I sat in actually on one of the meetings when I was at E3. Um, I had the privilege of, of meeting Lord Lanning, who is uh, he he's the head of Oddworld Inhabitants, which Oddworld's one of my favorite franchises of all time. I absolutely love that series so much, uh, much as obviously being my favorite. But aside from that, you know, I sat Great in on this meeting. Yeah, I love that game. I sat in on this meeting though, and so the guy from Limited Run Games comes over. He's like, "Hey, what's up, Lauren? You know, they're chatting and stuff like that." And um, they started talking about, they did a limited run for, what Oddworld game was it? Um, Stranger's New Wrath, wasn't New it? And, no? New and Tasty. They did New and Tasty first. Did well. And so I'm sitting there, we're, we're all chatting, and uh, he's like, by the way, you want to do another limited run? And uh, Lauren's like, why the fuck not? Which game are you thinking? He's like, well, you know, Stranger's Wrath good for you? And he's like, yep. 
And that was it. That was that was the meeting right there. And, and from there, I literally saw a month later them list it. It sold out like that. I'm like, that is amazing to me. That um, yeah. there's this division in the industry that's a little more laid back and just about the let's fucking do this. That would be awesome because it wasn't even like they didn't even and mind you, like I said, it wasn't even because I was there. They they didn't even talk money, profit, or anything like that. They were both just like, fuck yeah, like that sounds awesome. Let's do that. And um, they did it and sold out right away, and uh, it, you know, well deserved. Those games are wonderful. I love Stranger's Wrath. Uh, fucking oh. crazy plot twist, man! Oh my god, so good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that was one of the first hybrid first and third person games I played. Uh, yep. Really, really awesome title, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Do yourself a favor. It's been HD remade on the Vita, the PS3 as well, and uh, it's had a physical. I, actually, it might be on PS4 now. I'm not it's, sure. I don't think it is. Yeah, but um. I just Oddball bought uh, two versions of Oxenfree. Thank you for reminding me, man. Oh, you got them? <laughs> I yeah. did because I got I get to give them away. Like if there's a game out there that I want to succeed beyond belief, it's Oxenfree. It's yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just bought two. I'll just give them away to patrons. But cool. Yeah, man. I, I you know, and they're not IM8 bid or whatever that other company is that fucks up every single physical release they do because mm. this company takes care of their shit. The other company is the one who handled No Man's Sky, and they had like Ooh. a spaceship you could buy. And it fucking, like, they've only released, like, I mean, they had a res physical copy, and they've screwed up every single, you know, physical versions of what they're really? doing. These guys have succeeded in every single. So if you get a chance, support them. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah, no, I agree. Limited Run Games is awesome. So be sure to check them oh. out because they, uh, they, they just do, think of any good indie game, and they have likely done yep. a limited run for it. And it's just, uh, I think it's a self-run business. The guy does it himself, and he does it very well. It's uh, really cool stuff, but um, off track there from Dirt 4 to that. How about mm. the other bit of news, Carrick? You brought this up that Warner Brothers, um, we were discussing them a yeah. little bit during the Marvel and Square Enix bits, that they're on a bit of a purchasing spree. They're looking to start just making a ton of fucking games, and their recent purchase was Avalanche Studios, the people who made um, Just, just Cause, Cause, as well Mad as Max. Mad Max. Yep. Ooh, so, yeah. So oh, I love that game. Oh, so do I. I'm doing a walking the walk on Mad Max right now, actually. Um, and uh, I yeah, wanna... I see you playing it over there. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Maddie and I forgot. Oh well, I forgot to mention that because um, we were trying to pimp something on my channel. I'll be doing a David Bateson interview. He's oh, uh, a voice actor for Hitman. I'll Ooh. be doing a, a interview next Monday for him, and then I'll post it on the day of the release of the physical version of Hitman. And we were we were trying to mention it at the starting of the video, and we both got so both excited. Salute. Excited, Lee was here. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so so yeah, Warner Brothers basically just came out, and and I was telling Maddie they're sort of surprising because Warner Brothers sort of snuck up on me in success. And what I mean by that is, even though I like their games, I sort of forgot how many good items they've released like shadow mordor you know those kind of things and um and then mad max and 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 others and so basically mm -hmm. what they did is yesterday they did this big press announcement where they said you know here's why we bought avalanche they knew them personally in real life they really liked them they liked their ideas their engine they bought them and their goal moving forward is basically to purchase more independent studios and then prior to the podcast maddie and i had hinted wow it'd be awesome if obsidian and then, and then during the podcast too. Yeah, I mean it's it's great because I think Warner Brothers is known to be, from what I understand from developers, and this seems backed up by some of the stuff on Twitter, they're the most hands-off publisher beyond Sony, beyond wow. anybody. They're considered to be very hands-off and to basically just say, if this is what you're working on, go forth and and work. And wow. I support that. 
So yeah. that's awesome. I, I actually didn't know that. I, I, I wouldn't, I just wouldn't think of them as that. Not that I have an issue with them. Just it's not a nope, company I, I agree. think of right away. It's pretty impressive stuff. So what companies do you think they could look into picking up? You know, Obsidian definitely is one that comes to mind right away. That would be a weird combination, though, seeing Warner Brothers under Obsidian constantly. Um, but if they're hands-off, then they, I suppose it would work. So That would definitely work, though. That definitely seems something up Obsidian's alley. Mm, I hope they look into that because, like you said, Carrick, it would be horrible to wake up one day and just be like, yeah, we've, we're bankrupt, we're shutting our doors, and it's like, fuck. They, like, they mainly make good games. Well, you were you just mentioned somebody um, that I think needs support and it never seems to get it. And I like all the big three for various reasons, but um, uh, uh, Oddworld, um, I would absolutely love if if Warner Brothers said, hey, here's, you know, a good amount of money. Go make Stranger's Wrath, too. Um, this yeah. that uh, Laura, he, I mean, the, Lanning and a couple others are all known to be sort of like the. I don't know what you call it, like the spiritual drivers of a lot of people in the industry. When you talk to other developers, his name is brought up as well as a couple others. Um, yeah, they have a lot of influence. Yeah, they have a lot of influence. And I think that Warner Brothers, from what we're seeing, appears to be very pro-game and has sort of made the turn from a company that is like, um, I mean, it's all money-based, so don't get me wrong. But they, they seem to be a little bit more understanding that sometimes you got to just let people go and see what they create without the heavy reins of a Microsoft or a Sony um, mm. or, or even a Nintendo. Or a Konami. Or a Konami. <laughs> or a Konami. They're not even heavy reins. That shit's slavery. That's, that's a- Yeah, that's I was going to say, that was legit fucking S&M. slavery. That was, <laughs> yeah, that was some fucking serious shit. What's some other companies, though? That's a good... Yeah, Lee, do you have any examples of like a company you'd like to see? Um, um, like under like a Warner Brothers, somebody who's hands off like that. Games would be a good oh. one. They 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 bounce from developer to developer. I'd like to see them just get bought out and start working on something, you know. Or yeah, I mean, publisher, it's, it's, it's not necessarily a, a bad thing them going to this, that, and the other. But obviously, I think it's a bad thing because I've seen them make so much fucking trash. Besides the air, <laughs> yeah, and, Platinum uh, is fifty fifty. <laughs> yeah, they are so like they're like, all right, we made a good game. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, and then there's they, they get this next project. It's it's Legend of Korra or T- TMNT, and they're you're like, just, just guys, take take the fucking tells. week off. Fuck this piece of shit. Let's blow <laughs> this stack. Uh, whatever. It, it's oh, honestly, they're so fifty fifty. I'd love for them just to sit down. Um, cause, like obviously they have fucking potential. They've made three very good action games. Uh, Metal Gear Rising was one of them as well. Um, uh, you know, I don't see them Warner Brothers being them purchasing odd world just because i know how odd world uh, right. when i when i talked to lauren he uh he seemed so fucking pissed off at, at how is. bent over they got about not even seemed he was uh over um how ea fucking shafted them when they were publishing uh the launch title which was munch's odyssey and microsoft and, uh, yeah, they they got gutted. They got completely mm-hmm. gutted. They're very lucky to still have their doors open because now they have a lot of just fan support through. Uh, I don't, was it crowdfunding? I don't think they crowdfunded their project. No, but um, just through re-releasing and and uh, digitizing classics and uh, remaking as well with like a new and tasty or Oddworld Soulstorm, which is technically going to be Abe's Exodus, but I, I think it's going to take more of its own form. It seems. Yeah, and um, you know it's fantastic to see them fight through all of this. Where you know they, I think it's interesting when I talk to them. Though I, I always bring this up that it was very 
I've never met a developer who, I, when I said to him, you know, I told him my favorite game in the series is Munch Size. He's like, yeah, I don't like that one. He's like, yeah, we tried. <laughs> he went, we tried too hard on that. That um, that didn't, you know, we were too ambitious and we didn't have the right ideas in place and we don't think it turned out well. I'm like, that's what you call bad. I'm like, I want to see what you think good is because that that was awful. <laughs> I fucking love Munch's Odyssey. So uh, that was that was a very unique experience to, to have right there. Just chat with him and, and find out the game that I love most in a series. He's like. Yeah, we we pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> wow. Yeah, never yeah. heard that. Yeah, right. It's pretty crazy. Um, but I, I guess he's like he, he, his words were, "We bit off more than we could chew with that title." Mm. I'm like, that's very interesting. Um, but that's that was the last bit of news I had on my list. Was there was there anything else we wanted to discuss today? Um, Lee. Anything? Um, I actually seen a little thing that's quite cool. It's not. It's not actually. No, it's not game related, but. Fox have ordered an X-Men TV pilot. Yes. Hmm. I see. I've lost interest in superhero TV. Uh, I watched Gotham for two seasons and I just stopped. It yeah. Just... I mean, I've, I've, I've not watched an awful lot. So, I mean, I'll, that's something I'll probably watch. But see, yeah. I'll, I'll grow like, up I tried Agents X-Men of the Shield. That is, that is hot garbage. That's what I call that. That's hot garbage. Agents what, of the Shield. garbage, fucking... sorry? Agents oh, of yeah, Shield. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is... Nah, nah. Uh, All they do is just knock people out. fucking utter trash, in my opinion. I, I could not stand that show. I tried watching it for, like, uh, ten episodes straight. I was like, this... I'm I'm dying right now. I feel like I'm catching a disease. <laughs> no, no, that, that, that was boring. Kind of That was boring. So Fox announced that they're, they're purchased a season, I'm assuming, of X-Men for TV. I mean, are we talking, like, just the x-men we see in the movies but in tv form because if so i'm hoping so but i don't know i mean really because like i don't know who who the fuck would be wolverine other than i don't even like i i remember when hugh jackman was first announced i'm like what the fuck Uh, you know and now yeah you can't see anyone else yeah i can't see see anybody else else. yeah Yeah, so it'll be i mean and all the power to them because that's that just grows the segment of kids who are like hey let's go check out if there's a video game so it just brings more money and so i'm happy with that but um or or it could be the school, which would be even more interesting to me. That would um, be interesting. Yeah. That's a good idea. I could. See I would that. love that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's huh, that's interesting. I guess I disagree with both of you guys. Uh, I wasn't. I don't hate Agents of Shield, um, but I don't love it. But uh, I just. I wouldn't say I even hate it. I just. I just think it's just not. Dude, you a, just said it was hot garbage, and you got I'm a disease saying, from watching it. Yeah, but I'm saying no. That, that would, I wouldn't I call that hate though, because if I hate something, that's like Ninja Turtles, like. Oh yeah, right, I, I, right. Yeah, right. like Ninja Turtles is like, please fucking disappear. What you did? I was like, wow, thank you. Uh, but no, like when I call a hot, when I, my term for hot garbage is like you're using the the brand of Marvel, and this is really just a bare bones fucking TV show. Oh uh, uh, right. But it's only interesting because it's it's Marvel. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then yeah, when I'm like trying to watch them develop a storyline, that's when I was like, I'm catching a disease. <laughs> but like, it's not like I hate it. Just I, I just, I like I said, hot garbage. Hot garbage. That's my favorite term to use when, when I see that type of bullshit, in my opinion. There you go. You back? Uh, just double-checking for any news. But um... Um, When it comes to games, I mean, there there's a couple other things. Um, go for it. it, it okay. Uh, I was just looking at this. So, I well, I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think of For Honor? Anybody do the beta? Uh, I didn't get a chance to. Mm, no, get an I didn't get the beta. Okay. I didn't actually um, try, but... All I can say is, man, it looks, you know, it does. It looks really fun. It also, and 
I would love if subscribers who played it longer than me would post what they like see as the hook because what I saw and what I played, it's one of the first times this has happened and I usually get hands on with the game early. Um, I can't see any reason why you would play it for very long. And so I would love to hear what if people like enjoyed that. But what I played in the combat that I did was not something. And, and you're talking about somebody who dreamt. I used to discuss with friends like, what if a samurai fought a Viking? You know, <laughs> I mean, that that was the coolest discussions to have. Um, so I'd mm. like to know what you guys uh, like, like anybody who's played it, what they think, because what I played, I don't see any reason why, like Matt, after a week would. Would return where like even with Overwatch, those kind of games, I can pick up on that right away. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, I was I, I'm, I wasn't that I was not impressed. It was that I c- literally couldn't see what it's would be like very reliant on its multiplayer, in my opinion, because um You can almost tell right off the bat from the demo I played at E3 and um, the alpha I played after that, um, just nothing in the campaign is really appealing. Uh, It just seems like an extended tutorial for the multiplayer. So it's going to be very uh, relying heavily on its multiplayer, which I don't think is a bad thing because I think it's got a unique concept. You look at medieval chivalry warfare, and I, I just... I'm not a big... I understand why people like that game. Um, it's just not a game for me, really. I feel it's a little too... Not clunky, but... Um, it's very very choppy. Like, you'll swing your axe, for example, your pole axe, and um, it'll just be a That's very basic animation. And I'm usually not about all the flash and stuff, but it just didn't feel like power when I was swinging and, and missing. And uh, the hit detection was just very bad. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that wasn't the type of game for me where I really like For Honor's like, you know, you get in a position, you know, you're circling the opponent and you got to match the side with them when they're swinging at you to block their attack. And then, you, you know, it's a lot of strategy, a lot of reaction. Um, it's a unique base of multiplayer where usually the focus is on here's the gun. You're in first person. Here's some Shoot new movement first. things. Yeah. You know, try all these different guns and spins we have on that where this is like totally its own thing but i can see it really getting some likes based off what i've read online i mean a lot of people are really impressed with how it's developed good. i certainly am because um you know the, when i played at e3 i was like that that, that wasn't good uh, i wasn't a, not that wasn't good i was just like i can't see myself enjoying this i see this game not doing that well and they delayed it and i played the alpha and i was like okay multiplayer wise yes this game gets a big thumbs up for me so uh, when it comes to For Honor, I'm I'm on board with it. I hope it succeeds because it definitely is a good idea and it's uh, going to be a nice shot in the arm for multiplayer games in general. I hope you get a chance to play the um, the beta this weekend then because mm. I was where you were until I played it. Yeah, yeah. Once you, it's one of those things you got to play. It. Like, you got to play it. Um, I think I think Dark Souls fans will really like it in a weird way. I think just true. Of that, That's true. Yeah. It's that it's a, a challenge in a way of. of reading your opponent almost like every enemy you encounter in online multiplayer is like its own boss fight of trying to read their patterns how they fight and take them down isolate them it's a lot of strategy involved like i said it's very different it's it's going to be fun that that much i can say i I think i really think it's going to be a lot of fun and then another is that uh uh, wildlands the ubisoft Mm. um dude originally i was not into that but after talking to somebody who got hands-on with it and just seeing some of the new trailers and the draw distance and they're mm. playing it live on like consoles and it it is finally and and again I don't know if it's great or anything it's just I'm getting excited by seeing some of what's going on 
and the draw distance and everything, it just, oh my God. Like now, the more I see it, the more I'm like, oh dude, this may be awesome. We'll see. Yeah. But I like Ghost Recon a lot. I think Ubisoft takes good care of it. Um, yeah. Advanced, what was it? it? Has some fucked up name. Uh, Ghost Recon. Advanced Warfare or Advanced Warfighter. But it was like Future Soldier. That's what it was. Future Soldier, yeah. Yeah. That one I, I really liked a lot. Um, I was very, uh, that was a very strong third person shooter. And I, I really liked how they built that game. So I'm, I'm much looking for, I'm very much looking forward to Wildlands. Are you thinking about picking that up, Lee? Um, so Ubisoft, uh, very hit and miss for me. Uh, obviously, you can go with Assassin's Creed and whatnot. Obviously, you know, you got, you got, there's no, there's no one I know that loves every single Assassin's Creed. So, <laughs> but mm-hmm. For Honor looks, looks good, but at the same time, I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure about it. But then, yeah, Ghost Recon also looks good. But same time, I'm not sure about. It. I need to, I need to play, I need to play the beta for For Honor. Mm, yeah, right. Is is there any kind of? I don't think there's any beta for anything for Ghost Recon. Is there? Uh, there will be. Yeah, there. They, there's a yeah. sign up. You can go to their page right now and sign oh, up. Okay. Mm. Well, that comes on my birthday. Funny enough. Does it? Yeah, but there's this is another crowded, another crowded um, area. Like, oh. um, I'm gonna be, games. yeah, I want to play. Um, literally starting the seventh, it's a game each week until like the end of was it the mid, was I think mid March? I want to say, like, you got Neo, then you got For Honor, Horizon. I think that's, that's what's two twenty eight. What's two twenty eight? I'm forgetting right now. Something comes out that day, and then um, uh, Nintendo Switch. After that, a couple of days later is Wildlands. I mean, you know, they're just fucking powering it out constantly. <laughs> I, I think maybe there's a brief repeat reprieve in between until Mass Effect on the twenty first or eighth. Regardless, though, I mean, there's just so much. I've so sniper much. Elite Four, if anyone's interested. In that. That's that's what I think it is. Uh, is that very or no? That's yeah, I am too. I think actually no, I think that's the seventh as well. Fuck, that's fourteenth like, of the of February. That's, that's that's UK though, I suppose. So I don't know yeah, there's a different your it, side. It, I mean, it's it's definitely a busy time for games, but um, mm. I mean, it's it, it's awesome because there's a lot of different stuff just in what you mentioned. You know. There's a lot of different yeah. like games for. There's a little bit for everybody, which is nice. It's not just like, oh, it's all first person. Got, uh, like, sorry, so we got South Park: The Fractured Butthole. Oh my 31st god! First of March. <laughs> yes, holy shit! I will. I'm gonna dive into South Park. I will oh, I not come that. up for air until the moment. I, 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 I love that. that game. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big <laughs> South Park fan. I love the the Stick of Truth, but I'm so not did like, I. Of, of the show. Yeah, that's what I mean. I love the game. I think I think it's how a lot of people felt. Yeah, it must be why I, they're doing another one at least. I think with the game, Maddie. Like, I mean, I, I think when you look at those kind of things, it's cool because you can play it and go, "Okay, I'll check out the cartoon." Like, mm-hmm. I, you I know, think that's how they view it too. Exactly, and and if you're a fan already, then then great, you can play it. But I will say this: their splitting of like magic being like vomit magic and uh, like, <laughs> their ideas were Fart powers and shit. Yeah. yeah ingenious and i'm not a big south park fan so good old obsidian. Um, yeah me too that was, that I was can, obsidian's doing <laughs> oh of course yeah and uh, yeah. i'm so stoked for that game so who's stoked. working on the new south park game though it's Ubisoft. not obsidian it's just no, Ubisoft. They're, yeah it's one of their oh uh, yeah yeah i'll yeah. Oh, see what i mean that they, they see not being funny they can just turn around and just 
somehow mess it up. But then and you look it's, at it's, like it's Child of Light. Formula. Child of Light is fantastic, and that yeah, was just yeah, a yeah, random yeah. Ubisoft team out yeah. of nowhere. They were just like, "Yep, we're doing this." Came out it was fucking amazing, yeah. and that was it. So I mean, they can just spawn random teams and have some serious magic there. But I'm just being honest. I don't know of any company that I don't feel the way Lee does, though. Really, I mean. I I can't remember, you know, Bioware, I guess, would be very close for me because I am considered, you know, a Bioware fan. Very, very heavy. But even Mass Effect 3 didn't do it. So it's like and certainly Inquisition had a a number of problems. So like Uh. no company now. I get what he means by Ubisoft because I think that they there's there's certainly something more there than in some companies. But overall now. I just don't feel like any company has even close to a good track, like or a, a super high track record. Every, everyone's like, got a bunch of blunders. Yeah, it's more yeah. like seventy five percent's the high. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like you, it's you have like, who the can, average who can, student who can turn on a dime and, and make the best of what they have. Like uh, right. Sega used to be like the enemy of the fucking internet for a while, and then they they've really changed their tune uh, in this past year or so, and have, have been doing some awesome stuff. They recently just released a bunch of game soundtracks on Spotify for free. Oh, uh, one of them was like Jet Set Radio. I love that game. Yeah. Um, but you know, then you got Sonic Mania, the new Sonic game afterwards. Uh, despite is it, is the Sega Yonic, uh, Yakuza, or, uh, Yakuza. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, aside from that, I know that Fire and Ice from the Sonic series doesn't have a good reputation. Or what was it? No, Sonic Boom was bad. But mm. then Fire and Ice, the one that came out on 3DS, like did very well. And so, you know, I think Sega's getting back on track. They're starting to make better products. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hmm. What about ukulele? Not interested awesome. yet. I, oh, I'm you think a, so? I, I mean, I like... I'm not like a lot of people where they're like, oh my god, it's uh, it's like rare 3D platformers. Right. This is I've grown up with. I miss it. I just, I like 3D platformers. You know, I do. Um, not like I have this, like, big wooly for one. I just, I like the idea of it. Like... Like you said, with all these games coming out, it's like there's a little bit for everyone, and um, mm-hmm. you know everything usually involves a combat or a heavy story or a unique universe, and then you got ukulele, which is something kind of just out on its own. You don't see any other ukulele like titles out there, so that's why I'm particularly looking forward to it. Cause it's almost like going to be a, a palate cleanser because I'm going to be going through between fucking March and, and February, there's going to be so many story titles and, and all this stuff that I'm not complaining about. I, I love that. You know, story in games is so important. But like I said, it's just going to be this breath of fresh air afterwards to go into something and be like, okay, this is going to be kind of like, this is going to be cute. This is going to be fun. And and that's really right. all I need to know going into this. Not like, what's the lore? How did it pair <laughs> up? What, you know, what's this? What's that? It's like, this is just ukulele. New game, 3D platformer. Have some fun. It's like, fuck yeah. Because, uh, you know, another example of a 3D platform I really like um, is Tearaway. Oh, my God. Mm. Fantastic title. I don't know if you played it on the PS4, character because I know you don't have a Vita. But I played it on the Vita. Oh, my God. That, that is some amazing work. There, It's by the same team who made Little Big Planet, I believe. Oh, gotcha. Seriously, no, incredible stuff. Love it. Um, Do you guys... So, I guess they outrared Rare in a way, but I know what you mean by it's not necessarily just Rare. But there is something colorful about it that I that ukulele that I like the look of. Um, there's another game called Woven. Have you seen any previews for that? Where you're a stuffed Ooh, teddy bear and then you can create your own creature out of different stuffed parts you collect. And the entire world is, is that fabulous. like that. Uh, that sounds awesome. But is that like that fucking uh, killer teddy bear game that came out on the 360? It was like uh, awful. 
Oh my there's god! A, there's another one like that, little nightmares. <laughs> yeah. I, oh man, I remember that teddy <laughs> That's bear what game. I thought of right away. Yeah. No, I, it's I forgot not, what it's called. No, it's yeah. <laughs> I like those <laughs> games, and, and you mentioned palate cleansers, and I think like, I think that's cool. But one of the things I wanted to ask is, so Lee, you don't have a PC, and you just have the consoles. No. Is there um, is is there something on the PC that you're like, fuck? I wish this oh. was on. Is there Definitely, like one? But oh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to. There's, uh, there's been so many. Obviously, Obsidian's made a few. Um, oh, gotcha. Okay. I'm trying yeah. to think. I'm trying to think. But there, the, yeah, there's there's been a few times where I'm like, right, I'm going to look online for an Alienware laptop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But That's it's just like, I don't know why I end up just. I just end up not forking out for a PC. I always want to build my own, but then I think I'd probably just mess it up. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just stick to the console. Like, the one thing console about consoles, you. the reason why I brought it up is because like um, Woven probably won't get a console release and stuff like that. One of the things that mm. sort of still upsets me is you have a lot of indie games. And yes, some make it to Sony and some make it to Microsoft. Microsoft's doing Ashen, which to me in the next two years is probably looks to be the most interesting game ever. Um, I like I've never been more interested in a game than Ashen. probably. So mm. they do get them, but it's like PC yeah. gets so many. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. It's so a person without a PC. Sometimes you're just going like, "Oh my God!" There's free shit. There's, there's like all these, you know, all these different incredible demos sales. and stuff. Yeah, incredible sales. Yeah, yeah. Although yeah I have to admit, Steam sales I have to crazy. admit, Steam sale is always amazing. But uh, Sony and PlayStation do a lot of flash sales on PS4 and Vita. Do they? And they are usually yeah, pretty yeah. good deals. And uh, I, I can't fault them for that. That's they do very a very good job with that. Uh, they do definitely take notes from Valve with that. Because, uh, you know, both times they've done that. Because um, I played Diablo 3 for the first time a couple months ago. Uh-huh. And um, picked it up with a bunch of friends on a huge discount during a flash sale. Then they did another one. And I got I, I played this before, but I got Payday Two with a bunch of friends for five bucks, and and so they do really good deals on some awesome games. Very and cool. Can, so it's very good for them to do that. But yeah, yes, yeah. I, think, I don't I don't feel like I always mean. I mean, I have got I have got both consoles. It's not so bad, but yeah, there's mm-hmm. always. I mean, obviously, I didn't have a I didn't have a PS4, and then Bloodborne was coming out, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to buy mm-hmm. it just just for that. <laughs> Right. Was, oh, yeah, I'm being a bit so ridiculous, good. but I have to get it. <laughs> I don't blame you though. That that is yeah. No, I loved it. Uh, yeah. When it comes to PS4, my favorite exclusive is definitely Bloodborne. When it comes yeah. to Xbox One, I'm very torn between Killer Instinct and Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, yeah. I love Quantum Sunset Quantum Overdrive. Break put up a fight for it though. That was that was arguably one of the best ones. I know. Oh, mate, that, were, that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care if you're in a fan. That's another I just, game. I, I just really like the idea playing. and the uh, production values behind it. It was it was very different yeah. from, but I, still, I probably I, if I had to pick one, Sunset Overdrive. I love yeah, this yeah. I love them. The, the, that's, that's another example of uh, you know a company taking a risk with a completely different game and it, yeah. and it actually paying off, which is which is good. Obviously, it's, it's a shame when they do it, and obviously it yeah. don't pay off, which is kind of like. Uh, scale bound, which obviously got cancelled, which sucks. It does, yeah. but uh, I'm I'm happy it did because man, it's yeah, no. rough as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, I, yeah, I don't know the ins and outs, but uh, obviously, yeah, like, well, even yeah. from the video, you could see like, it was a uh, bit. I agree, and, and like Eric said, just looking at it, um, they probably tried to think of every way they could possibly get the game out the door. And we're just yeah. like, oh, for sure, yeah. Fuck, yeah. fuck this, this this cannot work. So and cancel it. So, like, if we're talking about, so you guys, it sounds like Bloodborne got Lee to get the 
PS4, and then and then Matt's saying, um, so so what game was it on the Xbox on the Xbox One? It's uh, Sunset, uh, Sunset Overdrive. Overdrive. Yeah. So it's funny that you guys Bloodborne makes sense. Bloodborne, I think Bloodborne makes sense. Like people hear Bloodborne and they're like, oh, it's Dark Souls PS4. It's funny that you mentioned Sunset Overdrive because I feel, and Lee just mentioned it. He's like, it didn't, you know, it didn't really get the success, whatever. That's sad because I have not turned it on. But every person I know who's played Sunset Overdrive has liked it. And mm, it's, it is it's it's so sad. Fun. It's sad because Insomniac, right? Ins- if I'm right, Insomniac. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. It's sad that they took that chance to do, you know, Jet Grind Radio 3 or whatever you want to call it with guns. Yeah, and uh, it's probably turn why it, I liked it so much. Yeah, and turn it to eleven. And again, I can't speak from playing it, but I find it sad that they took that chance, like Lee said. And then, in this weird way, it didn't. It just didn't work. And I heard well, a lot I, of people. I, I, I don't know how well it did. To be fair, not I'm very. Just, good. I'm just speaking of. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I, this I didn't is it didn't do that well. This is a year after the Xbox One had launched. Not even. Probably and, still in the throes of the bullshit yeah, that they had tried to launch with, too. Yep, exactly. And so they were off to a horrible start in the first place, and um, it was a slow crawl to where they're at now, and they're still they're still crawling, in my opinion. I think we should all give a high five to Insomniac. They're the only company I know that will work for everybody with without any real political bullshit. They're like, hey, yeah. Microsoft, we'll make you a game. Hey, we're going to make Spider-Man. And, well, yeah, and then, then they will, will and and they'll go back, and they'll Some. go back and make uh, fucking Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, to the PS4 yeah. like afterwards yeah. and be like, yeah, we got you too, man. No worries. They're they're awesome. They're like keep mm-hmm. making Ratchet and Clank. So good. Oh, Ratchet and Clank was they great. keep making them and yeah. beautiful. Like when you turn yeah. Ratchet and Clank on and you first start walking around, you're just like, and this is before the PS4 Pro. This is just like straight mm-hmm. PS4. You're like, yeah. this is almost CGI. Like this yeah, is it, insane. it literally looks like the like the film. Yeah, yeah, very great. It's just like really crisp. That's the first oh, thing you get. It's just like crisp. It's no, I don't know. I can't. Is there a, hey, how about another cartoon? Is there any cartoons you guys would want to see? Or anime? Sorry. <laughs> but I know Cars 3, they just announced, um, is getting a game. For me, like, I would love to see them go ancient. Uh, Fire and Ice is an old D&D cartoon. Um, Wizards. I'm trying to think of like old, mm. old anime. Because see, yeah. Spirit Within had a game, right, on the three PS3 and 360, I think. Didn't it? I'm not sure. I'm trying to think. I'm trying. So to I'm think. trying. Yeah, I'm trying to think. One. I'm trying to think also. Um, but uh, Toy Story three, by the way, or Toy Story, yeah, Toy Story three was phenomenal. Yeah, I was oh, gonna say, dude, that, game, fuck, so that game was fucking dude, awesome, dude. It was. I think and I've it got them on the toy PS3 box mode. Yeah. I'm like, I beat the story, and I got this fucking mode that like lets me yep. build and do what I, I was like. This is amazing. And not I, a t- I uh, that. not a cash in. <laughs> Like yeah, like they, I played that for. I remember, I remember when I first bought it. I bought it as a joke let's play video when I first started up this channel. Oh, oh. yeah. And I before it even recorded, like I, I didn't even hit record. I got they start you off in the sandbox mode before you can jump into the story. And right. I got so caught up in the sandbox mode, I played for six fucking hours before I actually started recording. <laughs> That's like bonkers to me. I've never done that. And and of course, with my luck. This this Let's Play series went, like, viral, where parents were looking them up with their kids, and they hear me, and I'm like, oh, fuck this shit! Like, I'm just <laughs> my fucking brains out. Uh, and like I, was getting, I, was ge- I was getting fucking messages left and right of people like, uh, my son was watching this, you should wash your mouth, you should stop cursing. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I can't believe this actually just fuck happened. You, 
I'm getting reprimanded by parents on the internet because of my, my Toy Story it, Let's Play. It's crazy, like... though, because Lee liked Toy Story 3. You liked Toy Story 3. So did I. You get these uh, games good. that, like, should have been a phone-in, and instead they're phenomenal. Like, it, it's yeah. that surprise. That's what I mean. It's like you get those games where you're all, oh, that's just – somebody's just going to fucking phone that in. There's no – I mean, it's just they're going to use the name. That's why I have hopes for the Avengers because, like, we see that if somebody takes their fucking time yeah. and, and really understands gameplay mechanics and loops – you can have something like Toy Story 3, which <laughs> legitimately I'm not a huge cartoon like game fan because they mm-hmm. all haven't been that good. That freaking game was awesome. awesome. Yeah, so, no, I agree. I, I yeah. completely agree. If I were to see a, an anime, oh, God, I mean, my favorite is Parasite the Maxim. I'd love to see oh. a game on that. I love that game, uh, that series. Um, Shampoo. Heavy shit. Um, uh, uh, the Samurai cartoon. I th- Samurai actually, Jack. I think- not oh, Samurai, Samurai Jack, that was awesome. Shampoo, Samurai some... Jack, Samurai Jack, uh, M-rated fucking game. Oh my right. goodness! Uh, have have you ever shampoo. been? Sorry, sorry. No, you ever okay. been so okay. so deep on YouTube one night, and you end up looking up Samurai Jack like uh, theories, and it comes up with something like the Powerpuff Girls died in their dad's bloody Samurai Jack, and you're like, what? Are you serious, mate? Uh, YouTube at 3 a.m. is not. I was going to say, you, no. you must have been in the depths of hitting the related, <laughs> yeah. related, related. Mate, yep. You can come up with some weird shit. Mm-hmm. Well, look yeah, how yeah, bad. No, Samurai Jet would be cool. What was the game that got, uh, that was so bad? I reviewed it, and it was uh, one of the few games. Oh, oh, um, Battle and I said, No, there was that. That was bad. I got in trouble oh. for cussing on that one. The the Samurai uh, game that did so bad, uh, Samuel Jackson Afro, did the voice. Afro, Afro, Afro Samurai, Samurai 2. <laughs> Holy oh shit. shit so bad yeah. so bad the company removed it for sale which i'm telling you guys i had people still defending that on my channel they were like it's not that bad and i'm like motherfucker the company <laughs> won't sell it it's it's like it's like selling aids they, they realize it makes you sick and they're not gonna sell it yeah. and they're like no it's still it was shit like so and that's that's a game that could have been good it's so when you I, that's why wasn't I love the first one wasn't the first one good it was right? good yeah <clears throat> or okay yeah that's why I yeah. love development because because when you when a game turns out that should be phoned in and is great or should be great and is bad I love like finding out like how in the hell did somebody say we're gonna take this game that should have great mechanics it's a samurai game like we, we, Samuel Jackson's you know behind it blah 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 and you make it shitty like <laughs> who wakes up the ball roll for us and they yeah. just put up a wall. Yeah, just think it's going to make money automatically. I think. I think so. I think so. <laughs> but it's, guys, it's, they were. Sorry, it's it currently from... a game on. I think. I think no. I think this has been out for PC for a while. I am bread. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Is that an MMO or some shit? I am bread. No, you're a fucking or slice thinking of goat, bread. Slice, I'm thinking a goat simulator. Bread. No, I'm thinking a goat simulator. That's an MMO spinoff thing for that. And a lot of people played it when it launched. I was just like, "What the f- what the fuck is going on?" Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Let's, know. let's uh, let's make a game where you're a piece of bread. Mm. It oh, works. No. That's <laughs> <hard. laughs> really? It sold. It did. I remember oh, it selling. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, when I talk to let's players, a lot of let's players purposely look for bad games, and I talked oh, to the guys yeah, who did the reverse side, which got removed from from steam because it was a scam and I, I got a hold of one of their artists and i was like listen you know you're a scam like h- how how would you ever think this was okay and he was like he's all dude you know let's players make us a couple you know they pay for the game in like one day if it's bad because 
a lot of developers will just make a somewhat goofy, shitty game, Goat Simulator, because they know, you know, Let's Players Twitch will make it popular. And it's a, it's a complete thing. Yeah. Like yeah it's it's yeah. a legitimate <laughs> business action. Yeah. That's, that's pretty crazy. I never thought of it that way. Hmm. Let's, let's make a really crappy game. Yeah. Screw YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Make, make, some, make some, as I would say, hot garbage. Borrow, borrow the DC license and make some serious shit out of it. It happens. <sighs> yeah, it does. Is that, all right, boys. Is that uh, is that it? Is that all we got? That's all we got. At least from my what I have listed. Anything from you, Lee? Mm, not, not particularly. I think we, I think we discussed main, main news of this this week. Oh, I've been literally stuck at work, so. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm currently just wanting to go sleep, to be honest. It's late, oh. man. It's, it's late. Oh, oh it's... I'm sorry for inviting you. <laughs> no, nah, I'm really, I'm honestly, really, I'm really <laughs> honoured. I'm pulling your leg, uh, I'm pulling your leg. No, nah, I've, been, I've been waiting to come on for a while, but, oh, mate, I'm so tired. <laughs> you, you, you get you, to wake up and, and sure, tell everyone about what, what, about what you did. You had a wild what's, night. Yeah, what, what's the time in, wait, Six, in, uh, where, where's, where's Carrick from? 341, I'm on the Pacific Coast. Ah, okay. So, it's all right for you guys. I mean, I'm not usually up till this time these days, so... <sighs> well, I appreciate it. You did good. Yeah. It was a blast having you on, man. Yeah, you, sounds like you've uh, you've done this before, bro. I actually have never, ever done this before. No. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a natural. Consider doing it. Ah, thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> Very, 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 obviously very nervous and stuff, you know? I uh, could, actually nope. couldn't even couldn't even tell. Yeah, Not even just oh, fucking cool. saying that. That's cool. Cheers, man. Cheers, man. Now, I've been wanting to come on for a while. I'll be I'll obviously... I hope it was worth be, it. Was it worth the wait? Be, yeah, of course, man. It's going to be very, very okay, weird good. to hear it back. On, um, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to have... Yeah, I know you, you say you listen every week. Now, what, what yeah, yeah, are you going like, to do with your some, Sunday? I don't know, man. Just play games in silence. Yeah. It's gonna be Play weird because I was, yeah. Most likely. Mm. <laughs> yeah, weirdly enough, I've been playing loads of PS2 games lately. Oh, um, gotcha. Do you ever play X Men Legends Two? Oh, that's a good game. It's literally Ooh. like Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but just X Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool game, cool that. game. Good, good games. Yeah. So yeah, yeah right. thanks for having me on, man. Oh, of course, bro. Glad to have you on, and uh, we want to thank the listeners for staying this long. It's been about uh, we had to split this up into a couple of recordings, so I think it's been about hour forty ish minutes. I'm not sure. Yes, something like that. Nice, but yeah, nice meaty if, podcast. If, if there's any, obviously, pe- more people need to support the Patreon, then you can come on the podcast as well. Oh, look at this guy doing it for me. I don't have to sound like well, such a piece mean, of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, there's you know, what I mean, there's. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate There's obviously it. a lot of people that want to come on other than me. And, mm. and look at it you. Can, look it at can you happen out. to yeah. you. It can happen to you. Staying up till like 1 or 2 a.m. for this. Clearly no, worth it. It's not even that late. It's only quarter to 12. But I'm, I'm tired. Oh, you're weak. You're weak. <laughs> I have to get up at like, well, tomorrow's not so bad. But after two, I have to get up at 6 on a fucking mm. Saturday, bro. Uh, alright bro well then we won't keep you so thank you listeners no. for staying this long we hope you enjoyed Lee thank Definitely. you for joining us Carrick thank no you worries, pleasure man. as always bro see you guys catch you guys next week
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.